Creating business isn't about doing hashtag all the things. It's about doing the right thing at the right time to create systems for success. Welcome to the Master the Sales Game podcast. Each week, I'll be sharing specific strategies, tactics, and practical know-how from myself and other successful business owners, helping you grow and scale your business. I'm your host, Susan McVeigh, helping you master the sales game and sell with more ease without the sleaze. I'm excited to have you here. Thanks for spending time with me today. Now, let's get started. Welcome. Today, we're talking all about selling during uncertain times. Now, we're going to link up below another podcast episode that we did way back, gosh, more than two years ago now, um, at the start of the pandemic and all of the uncertainty that started to ripple out through the world and thought it might rock us into a recession. So there are talks and thoughts that with the increasing rise of prices, inflation, and global uncertainty, again, in a different way, in a different format, and continued um, kind of outfall from what has just happened in the world over the last two years as we open back up, start to normalize, start to re-engage with ourselves, our communities, and the world at large, that, you know, what do we do? How do we sell? How do we thrive? And how do we continue to do business in a way that is authentic, that is integrous, meaning like being in integrity, and is still valuable as a human being beyond just making a sale, beyond just, you know, dollars for dollars. So this question has come up a ton in conversations that I've been having with clients and with folks on social media maybe you are part of that conversation. If so, feel free to say hello. Go and tag me over on the Instagrams at Susan McVay. Now, here's what I want you to know, because if you're a member inside of Sales Master Society or inside of Accelerator working with me uh, very, very closely, side note, if you want some help, feel free to go ahead and check us out. Go to salesmasterysociety.com or go to the links below in the show notes. We will have everything else linked up for you for either Sales Master Society, my inner circle. You get access to my entire vault of content and support to be able to make sure that you have what you need in order to be successful, to attract more leads, to convert more leads, and to ultimately service and deliver those paying clients and make them into raving fans, superstars that want to work with you over and over again. And if you want to go deeper and accelerate those results, come inside of Accelerator, where you actually get immediate one-to-one access to me, as well as another, you know, a group of amazing powerhouse uh, entrepreneurs that are out to make more income, more impact, and more influence. So, with that being said, this again, this this is in response to some of the conversations that I've been having with clients inside of Sales Master Society and inside of Accelerator. So I'm going to go over five things, okay? Five things today. So grab your paper, grab your pen, because I think it's really important. And if you do a Google search right now, um, you're going to see a lot of uh, articles, blog posts, um, content, right? Which is great. This is a piece of content that is from direct response to the pandemic. So again, I have an episode that will talk about 
ways to recession-proof your business. They are principles of time because I have been in the business world through multiple recessions. This is not my first rodeo, folks. This is not my first foray into something negative or bad or off-putting has happened in the market, and I need to respond. I need to know how to do this, right? Having sold millions and millions and millions, well over 600 million, my teams have done, and me personally, multiple millions, well over $40 million at this point in my career, and also impacting and influencing millions for now clients, I know that it can feel really uncomfortable when things are going on around the world that you're just not sure how to navigate or how to communicate in a way that doesn't make you feel like, gosh, is this too pushy? Is this too aggressive? Is this too in your face? Like, should I back down and back away from having these conversations? Should I bring it up? Should I not bring it up? Like, what do I do when I am in the midst of negotiating a really big deal for myself, for my uh, company, for my business? Like, huh? So if any of that sounds familiar, you're in the right spot. So again, five things here. Number one, which I'm starting with something that may feel like, well, duh, Susan, it, we already know about that. But do you? Because I will say in having these conversations, I have realized that my clients, which I know that they're not terribly different than you or I, right? We're all humans at the end of the day with a beating heart and a mind that may be going in overdrive, overthinking some of these situations because we're inundated and bombarded with media messages that make us feel a certain way about ourselves, about them, about the world at large, and about the business interactions that we're having in between, the conversations that we're having, right? So number one, remember that you are a human being first. So I want us to be okay with acknowledging our common humanity and lead with empathy because humans like to be recognized. They like to be understood. They like to be uh, seen. They like to be they, they like to know that they're not alone, right? And I think sometimes business, especially marketing, right? Because I mean, sales gets a bad rep, but sales really is just about um, making sure that people understand, number one, what are you buying? What am I selling? And is that what you want? And if it is, great, because every good salesperson knows that when you pressure people into buying something that they're not well-educated on or that they don't have a need for, that your refund rate goes up. And depending on your compensation structure, and if you're a business owner, your business, uh, that hits your bottom line. Because guess what happens? Those customers complain and they ask for refunds if they don't get what they desire. Now, we're human. We're going to make mistakes. Sometimes there's going to be miscommunication. Sometimes there's going to be changes that are being done. That's completely okay. But just recognize that when there's opportunities for growth and improvement, that there may be times where you have to acknowledge your humanity, your errors, your uh, flub ups, right? And just to say, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that this is happening. Sometimes that's all it takes is to acknowledge, wow, like how are you doing? And not just gloss over because it is, you know, regular small talk, which side note, I really am not a fan of small talk, but to use it as a way to deeply engage with the emotional connection and to assess 
where is your client at? Where is your prospective client at? And then to be on the same page as you navigate the rest of the conversation. Because somebody who is in a headspace of, man, this is really traumatic. I have family overseas that might be very, very close to some of the turmoil that's happening at the time of this recording, which is in uh, Ukraine and Russia, and then kind of spilling over and impacting so many other nations around the world, right? So that is troubling. That is unsettling. That is an emotional and a mental weight that somebody might be going through as they're trying to determine what is really important and what is a priority. So it's the lens through which they're going to perceive your information. So if they're not in the right mindset to actually engage in that conversation, then perhaps you just put that on pause and figure out when would be a more appropriate time for you to pick that back up. But that doesn't happen unless you first lead with empathy. You first are a human being so that you don't focus on, I'm a business, you're a business, right? B2B or B2C, business to consumer, that you really think about at the heart and the core of this, we are human beings. We are people first operating within the capacity of representing a business or representing my personal needs and desires that are really focused on an intention, a problem that needs to be solved or a desire that needs to be fulfilled, right? Because that's really, that's why people buy. So that's number one. I'm going to say, if you skip over number one, you will probably not find very much success. Now, don't dwell in it because some people are going to deal with their emotions and deal with what's happening around them, the uncertainty by being very businesslike or very hard-nosed or very results-oriented. Allow them, because you have led with empathy and you really are trying to figure out where their state of mind is, that when they tell you, you believe them, that you don't, you push them and go, are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? What I've learned in my experiences now in multiple arenas, in multiple different niches, in multiple different areas throughout my career and now my business, that when somebody tells you something about themselves, that you just believe them. If somebody tells you that they don't pay their bills on time, you believe them. If somebody tells you that they can't make this decision right now, that you believe them, that you don't railroad them into doing something other than what they have told you that they are prepared to do, because that's when you start to have to convince people or pressure people and nobody wins in those situations. Okay. Number two, number two is, and I can't remember who said this quote, so it's not mine. It is somebody else's wisdom, but it is a word of wisdom that we can all stand by and stand behind, which is seek to understand before you seek to be understood. So what does this mean? It means that if you're trying to get somebody else to understand what you're saying, that first, you're probably better off trying to seek and understand them. And that dives directly into and ties directly into leading with empathy. Because when we lead with empathy, we really are trying to understand the position of the other person or other people involved, depending on how you're selling. When we only have our own agenda, right? And this kind of supersedes even any sales conversation, although I believe that every conversation really is 
you're selling something, right? Because to sell is human, as said by Daniel Pink, go and read his book. It's amazing. Um, but every negotiation, every conversation, if there is an outcome and a decision to be had, because sales really is about decision making. So when we understand that foundational principle, then we know that if we're trying to make decisions and the outcome needs to, to work in our favor, that we would be better off trying to understand where that person is coming from and what their beliefs are, what involvement they have, where, where they're at, right? And so is this even something that we can entertain to have in a meaningful dialogue? So do not come in with your own agenda, although it is great to have an agenda, right? To have a clearly laid out, like here are the, the speaking points that, that we want to go over today so that you can be on the same page. That is what I'm talking about, about seeking to understand. That is a great way to set the tone, the stage, and to ensure clarity of expectations. You can lay out, like, here's what we're going to cover off today. Amazing. I used to do this in a corporate environment. I still do this <laughs> when I am teaching clients how to sell their online services, right? So at the end of the day, even outside of selling during uncertain times, people don't like uncertainty. It's what they're trying to move away from. So the more clarity and certainty that you can provide, the more they're going to look to you as the expert, the advisor, the consultant that is helping them and guiding them and leading them through this decision-making process, which can feel scary and uncertain and sometimes just unusual, right? Unusual times call for unusual measures. And so they may be coming to you hat in hand thinking like, I really don't know what I should be doing in this moment. And you being able to not only calm them down and provide peace of mind, but to ensure that you've taken the time leading with empathy and then looking for ways to go, let me first figure out where you're at and what's involved, understand your situation, your circumstance, so that I can deeply evaluate and provide you with the best solution. You're going to gain their respect and their trust much faster than if you just look at them as fresh meat and think, you know what? You've come to me. You have a problem. I know that I can help you. So let me just boom, 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 boom. Let me just like barrage you with all of this information. <laughs> let me give you the fact sheet. Let me give you the presentation. And you really haven't taken the time to understand them first. That's number two. Number three. And I just gave you a clue. Reduce uncertainty. If you reduce uncertainty for your prospective clients and customers, you are much more likely to win the sale. And it may not be today. It may not be tomorrow, but it will be at some point. Now, they may even send referrals to you without ever having bought from you. Because when people feel safe, when they feel heard and understood, then they may be sharing information with you that you wouldn't otherwise have access to. That's what happens when you reduce uncertainty and you elevate the conversation beyond just the products and services that you're talking about, okay? Now more than ever, reducing uncertainty is going to be a powerful way and a powerful asset, a superpower for you to stand out because most people are going to actually um, like pimp the pimp the pain, like push into 
the, the, the pain, the danger, the uncertainty, and they're going to exploit it, right? Because in the world of sales and marketing, we are often taught that people are going to move away from pain more than they are going to move towards desire or fulfillment or pleasure. I teach this too, but at the same time, right now, your clients, they already feel the uncertainty. Everybody is feeling uncertainty, which is why this question is coming up. And when you're able to tell people that I can reduce that, and here's how, right? Here's the plan. Here's what we would do. One, two, three, four, five. Whatever your framework is, whatever your tool is, your process, your system, your methodology, that you have a proven way to address this, right? So when clients work with me, they have a proven way to increase their sales without really having to do anything fancy, technology or systems or complicated funnels. It, everything is, is already inside of them. It just has to be unlocked. It has to be unleashed. It has to be um, communicated in a way that makes sense for you and your prospective clients. And so if you, are number one, aren't fully booked, Number two, if you are trying to accelerate beyond a certain income plateau and not work as hard to get to the next level, these are all things that I have proven frameworks. And so if you're wasting a lot of time, if you are spending a lot of resources doing any of these to get outcomes that you do not desire, then guess what? I have just reduced uncertainty for you, right? If I can guarantee that you're going to go from a 10 or 20% conversion rate to at least a 40, but oftentimes my clients are upwards of, you know, 60, 80%, depending on the situation, depending on how well they apply what they've learned, right? So that's outcome number one. But even beyond that, if you can make double the amount of money without spending double the amount of hours, which my clients do, if you could create new businesses, additional income streams without it being as difficult as the first time you did it, which my clients do, and you had a framework for doing that which, without making things more complicated, simply by understanding how strategies work, how your energetic presence works, how your mindset and your confidence and you showing up in the way that you need to show up, how that all wraps together, These are all things that reduce uncertainty for my clients, right? So I want you to think for yourself, how do you reduce uncertainty? And are you really focusing on the pain, which it's important to, to know what the pain is because that's what you're solving. That's a problem that you're solving. But at the same time, if you spend too much time making people feel bad, that's all they're going to remember. That's all they're going to um, think of you as is somebody who stirred up a lot of pain and uncomfortableness. And if you don't allow them to know that you have the tools to reduce that uncertainty, to make them actually feel better, that you have the prescription and the medicine, then they're not going to buy from you. It doesn't even matter if it's right now during times of uncertainty or later when things are better. But especially now, it is going to be more challenging for you and you are going to require better, more sophisticated sales skills Whereas before, when times are flush, everybody is spending money. When times are leaner, you need to really step up and understand how to be a good, empathetic human being who happens to sell, okay? Because I think those two go hand in hand. Number four, 
I want you to think about providing solutions that are appropriate. Because remember, if, we, if you've done one, two, and three, then number four is just a byproduct of that. And now I know that you're thinking, well, of course, Susan, I would never sell anybody anything that they didn't need. But has that always been the case? Because I know in, in my career, there have been times where, you know what? I have to meet a quota or whatever it is. And I don't necessarily sell the most appropriate thing. Now, sometimes it is client driven. The client wants something that may not be appropriate. In that case, you can't really override the client. You could, you could just refuse to sell to them. And I have in some situations and circumstances, I have said, no, this is totally, I, I can't be behind this. I don't agree. And based off of my area of expertise, which you have asked me for, I'm not going to do this because you're not going to get the results. And I refuse to give them the solution that they're asking for because it's not appropriate. That's what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the fact that you need to be able to stand up and lead and guide and say no or to redirect and give solutions that are the most appropriate based off of what you've just discovered. Now, more than ever, our clients are counting on us to be able to stand in integrity to provide the expertise and the advice that they're, they're ultimately seeking. And if that expertise and advice ties into one of your products and services, amazing. But if it doesn't, again, that person is going to remember that interaction, how you made them feel and what you did for them. And they may very well turn around and become your best referral source that is going to send you way more clients than they could have been able to produce on their own accord by signing up and working with you individually. Okay. Number five, I want you to focus on simplicity. So now is not the time to make a whole bunch of 10-step sales processes or a complicated application forms or um, things that will drive people to create more uncertainty. Because here's the thing, more steps, more complexity, more friction equals more uncertainty because people are being bombarded by all kinds of thoughts and feelings and emotions and circumstances that you have zero control over. But you do have control over the processes that you use to navigate the interactions, the conversations, and hopefully the sales that result from what you've put in place. So the actionable item, I mean, there's actions through all of this conversation today. So remember, I said this was a meaty one. If you need help, walking and maneuvering through any of this, I encourage you to come and join us inside of Sales Mastery Society. You can go to salesmasterysociety.com or if you want more direct help and support because you want to accelerate those results and get there faster with less headache and less overwhelm, more freedom, more income, more impact, I'm going to recommend that you come and take a look at applying for Accelerator, okay? So, and if you need any help at all, figuring out what you need, just send me a direct message over on Instagram. I'm more than happy to have a conversation to see, again, if there's some resources that I can direct you to, because I have a ton of free support that is available and additionally other types of programs that might fit the bill for you. So when we create too much friction, too many steps, too many hurdles, Right now, people don't have the capacity necessarily, the bandwidth, both from a time perspective, as well, just mentally and emotionally, spiritually, like 
they just don't have it within them to be able to process because they may be going through all kinds of responses, triggers that need to be addressed where their time and effort and resources and energy are being redirected in different ways, right? Different ways. So don't take for granted that the attention span of your clients now more than ever, right? This goes without saying all the time, but now more than ever, when there is so much uncertainty in the macro world environment, which is the world outside of us, that it directly influences our micro environment, which is the environment inside of us, both inside our physical bodies, like us as a human, as well as inside of our businesses in whatever capacity that you and your clients are listening to this, right? When we create too many gates to navigate through, your client is essentially going to think at every stop point, uh, why am I here? What's going on? And those question marks, if left unanswered, because there hasn't been as much clarity as you would have hoped for, right? Again, you're the expert, so you're seeing it from the other side of the bridge, the other side of the transformation. Your clients not knowing how to navigate this world and not understanding what the process needs to look like or feel like or is like, and not having the right words to even describe what they need to do next, they, it might look very straightforward to you, but I'm going to tell you every time I evaluate this for clients that there's gaps, there's holes, there's places where people can just fall off. And so if you have five steps, 10 steps, even three steps, if you can condense that to one or two, if you have 10 steps, can you condense that to five or three, right? That's what I'm talking about. The simplicity, it makes things much more uh, intimate. It makes things much simpler. It makes it faster for people to execute on. It makes it easier for your prospective clients to navigate because they're going to feel like, oh, okay, this is really, this is quite easy, right? then it sets the tone for the interactions that they're about to have with you at a more deep and intimate level, typically going to be through some kind of a conversation or interaction, right? So with that being said, those are the five areas that I wanted to mention to you, five strategies that I wanted to give you today to help you to understand how to continue to sell during uncertain times. There are processes and frameworks that I work with my clients on in order to arm you with the tools that are the most appropriate, depending on what you sell, who you sell to, and how you want to sell. But the principles behind it are all largely the same, because at the end of the day, we're all human beings. And when we are leading with empathy and understanding how human behavior works, which I've been a student of human behavior my entire life, and being able to implement and execute on this, not because you're trying to make the sale, sales is a byproduct of how well you navigate this conversation, but being able to show up and be a leader because now more than ever, the world needs leaders. The world needs people to continue to provide high quality products and services and to allow the world of business to continue to move forward. Because when more people like you and me have access to money, people who have good intentions and want to do good in the world, we can help support the causes that are near and dear to us, including some of the things that are going on in the world right now. And if we just step back and don't do that, then guess who wins? The people who are unscrupulous, the ones that don't want to give, the ones that are 
money hungry or just doing this for the wrong reasons and the, the wrong intentions. Money is not the enemy. Selling is not the enemy. This Even this uncertainty is not necessarily the enemy. The enemy is us going into areas of fear and just not wanting to move forward. And I'm going to tell you now more than ever, because the ones who rise up and the ones who win throughout history have been the ones that make a decision, that are relentless after going after it, not because they're ruthless and heartless and cruel and money, like just desire vast amounts of money for no reason, because you can have a ton of money and still be a good person and still do good in the world. And I want to see more people like that out here winning the game of sales, winning in business and winning at what it is that you have inside of you. So I hope that this has inspired you to keep doing what you're doing, to keep going after what your goals are and your dreams are, and to keep selling what it is that you have because it is so important and it can change lives. And somebody out there, they're waiting for you. If you have an opportunity to connect to them, heart to heart, human to human, eye to eye, and allow yourself to think about these five strategies that I've given yourself you today to arm you, to allow you to have more tools in your toolkit that I know will help lead you to more success. So with that, I wish you the best. We will talk to you in the next episode. Remember, if you need my help, come and grab me over on Instagram at Susan McVeigh, or come and check out the show notes below so that you can see how I might best help and serve you during these uncertain times as well. Thanks so much. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode. Be sure to let me know what you think by leaving a review so I know how best to serve you. If you're enjoying this show, don't forget to share and hit subscribe so you know when the next show is up. See you next time.